Hi, you're listening to the TL Podcast. My name is Thomas Lehuang, and I am interviewing someone who seems ordinary, but who is achieving extraordinary things. That is the quest of this interview. Okay, so Sam, let, let, let me just go through some of these things first. You, you've been 15 years in real estate. Yep. You, drop, you dropped out of university. What were you studying? Uh, international business banking and finance. Okay, well, it, it's very close. Housing, real estate. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not really, but yeah. So I, I, I love the mindset about people, right? I, I think that mindset says a lot about someone. So what is it that made you leave that? And then what is it that got you to jump into real estate? Um, while I was at uni, I had a job selling vacuum cleaners right. door, door to door. And Rigby, is it? Oh, right. uh, Kirby's. Kirby's, yeah, that's it. Kirby's, Kirby vacuum cleaners. Yep. Now, there's an American, this American brand. And Huge. Anyway, they're $4,000 a, a throw. Part of the job was door knocking, selling these things door to door. We'd offer a, a steam clean of one of the rooms in the house for free if they listened to a 30-minute presentation about the vacuum cleaner. So prior to that, I hadn't had any sales experience, but in doing that, I learned the art of cold prospecting and presenting very quickly. And, and I started to make some really good money. I started to do really well out of it. I became, I became uh, number two salesperson in Australia, New Zealand within about three months. And, um, and then I was thinking, why, what's the point of you? I'm making good money. Why, why am you know, I felt like university was a waste of time. Like, all I could really think of was how much money I might be losing by not being at work. So, so that's what got me to kind of exit out of the course and focus on work. But of course, you know, that door to door, door knocking, I was 17 years old. I didn't have a car. I was relying on other people to, to, to drive me around. Wow. Um, so it, it, it was very taxing. So I thought to myself, there's got to be, if I'm good at sales, I, surely, uh, there's something better for me to sell than a vacuum cleaner. And then I kind of worked up from that job into other sales jobs before I landed into in, in real estate. Right, I see. So real estate, what? You you fell into it? What happened? I always want, money? When I made the decision that I wanted to sell something better than a vacuum cleaner, I figured it was going to be, uh, in, aspirationally, I thought, oh, maybe I could sell islands and mansions and really crazy outrageous you know things that billionaires would want to buy but i came back down to earth and started to look for jobs at car yards and real estate agencies so it took me a few years because i was young i was 17 at the time i had to go and do my agent's rep um i i just i got a i got an intermediate job at a carpet manufacturing place and um and i just kept applying for jobs in real estate play, uh, agencies because I, I knew that that was probably where I wanted to land just because it was a something better to sell than a vacuum cleaner. That's really how it started. Right. So, um, so, so, so you kept you kept applying at real estate agency? Five years. I didn't well, get a job. Years. Well, five I, years. Well, I hope they're watching this because they're probably regretting it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Took me five years to find a job. Uh, in in real estate, yeah, I didn't 
uh, I didn't it didn't come easy, but I hung in there, and I and I think just about like the last month, the day the day my agent's rep was kind of due to expire, um, I, I think I got I finally got a job, uh, and uh, and that was uh, you know, and then I thought I remember thinking to myself, oh, I've got you know, I've been given this opportunity after trying for such a long time, yeah, I'm not going to stuff this up. Like I have to make the most of this because. Yeah it was so hard to get a start. So I just went kind of all in and fully committed to the job from day one. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Yep. Here we are 15. Let's not go too fast here now, right? Because you've gone five years looking for a job. What were they looking for that they couldn't see in Sam? Uh, I think I, I think I didn't understand how to pr present in an interview properly. And now I've learned that some people in job interviews are really, they're professional job interviewers and they're very good at telling you what you want to hear. And I was just too honest, I think. I was too straight down the line with the employer about my aspirations. And you know, some people thought I was, uh, you know, I was too ambitious and probably, you know, too ahead of myself and some people some one interview i rocked up without a jacket on and without a tie on just a shirt and jeans and you know that guy gave me some pointers and every time i went to an interview i kind of learned a little bit more along the way yep. um and so you know i was also very young right like 18 19 20 21 years old um, I was I wasn't the best version of myself at that time. You knew it all. <laughs> I, yeah, I knew it all. I uh, sometimes I dressed apart, sometimes I didn't. Yes. Uh, all of these little things that you kind of learn along the way. Um, but I, I mean, I think the whole process happened for me just as it was meant to, because um, where I landed and then the opportunities that that then opened up and the people that I met have been it's changed my life. Yeah, I get I get that, Sam, but. You know, the, uh, I just wrote down that champions always take the responsibility for their failure, right? Which is what you've been saying about your five years. But yeah. let, let's really look at the truth. The truth is that for five years, many of those guys have missed out on having Sam. Yeah. So, so it doesn't matter that they didn't like the fact that you didn't have a jacket. But really, great leaders would have seen through that yeah. and take you on board and... Yeah probably shape you the way that they should shape you, right? Yeah. So yeah. what is it that leaders these, these days, I mean, maybe it's changed now because that's yeah. probably, what is it now, 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah. So what is it that really as a leader now, you recruiting someone because you're director yeah. of your own yeah. company now, yeah. Jellis Craig. Yeah. So what is it you're looking for? I mean, if you were to sit in front of a Sam yeah. today, yeah. what would you say to him or what would you do with him? So what, one thing that was clear for me is that I was trying to get a job in real estate for five years. And as an employer looking at somebody who's been that persistent, uh, I, that, that says something to me that, okay, well, this person's clear on, on where they want to be. Sometimes I ask people in interviews, um, Thomas, if, if real estate doesn't work out for you, what's your plan B? And, and I wait for the receipt. If they've got a quick response, oh, I've always wanted to open a cafe or my brother's, you know, in a tech startup, I'm thinking about that for me immediately they've got they're not going to be 100% committed they've got a backup plan they're already they're already just testing this out right they don't know which way they're going yet and so i knew which way i was going and i don't think some some people i don't think they recognized that that was probably something that I, that you know that i would say looking back on that on those and and so when i'm talking to to people myself in interview i'm looking for who's certain about their path because certainty breeds the work ethic uh and 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 then uh i suppose 
honesty or ability to hold a conversation. Like I had one guy I remember who's working with me now still. Yeah. I, he, he, he came to an interview, job interview, and he ran in the door. He was about 20 minutes late to the interview. He looked like shit. His hair was all over the place. He, he ran in a million miles an hour and he sat down at the boardroom table and he, he said to me, look, if you want me to leave, I'll go. I'm, I fucked up. My car, I'm, you know, my car did this and it did that. I don't expect you to hire me. I'm, I'm a good person for this job. I hope you don't judge me on being, but if you want me to leave now, I completely understand. And I said, and I thought, well, no, nah, that's what I like. I, I like that you called, I like that you called out the elephant in the room and were honest about it. And the easiest thing for me to say is, oh, you were late and fuck, fuck off. But life happens, you know, shit yeah. happens. I think we, we got over that and we had a really good conversation and he's, he's gone on to become a really good real estate agent um, yes. in, in our business. And so that, that's kind of what I look for when I'm employing people is certainty, uh, transparency and honesty, not trying to sell me anything in the interview and the, the ability to have a conversation and to be able to come across as interesting to a new person because that is what we're doing in the living room with vendors every day. They're new people. We're interviewing every day for that job. We need to have the in, in, intuitive ability to hold a conversation and be curious uh, and interesting in both in both in, in, in both respects. So yeah, yeah. Do you know the old blacks have got a, a good line, and it says, "Better people makes better old blacks." Yeah, yeah. And so I, I just want to ask you: if you had someone on on one side who's got a certainty of where he's going, his ambition, you can see he's got a vision for his own life, mm. and he's honest. And on the other hand, you've got someone who shows sense of loyalty. Yeah. And then on the third hand, you have someone who's highly skilled, mm. but uh, is looking now for more money. Yeah. And which one would you pick? Which one would you not touch? I would be very careful about um, picking people that did not um, fit with the bigger vision of the business or the bigger culture. Okay, the cultural piece. I think that's the most important thing. You know, the real estate is... Um, is not about one person, one person's ability to be successful in the team uh, or lead it. It's about having a, a, a body of people, a dozen people who can do, right. you know, their, play their part and as, a a team whole, and as a whole look strong in the market um, is, is a better way forward. So I would always employ um, people you know, loyalty is an interesting one. Like, I mean, I of course I would employ for loyalty, um, but it's also sometimes loyalty can be by virtual convenience because it's you know you don't it's hard to let go of someone. It's hard for them to let go of you. They don't have a better option, so they stay loyal. I think just good people is the right is the right you know hire good people who are. You know, they have integrity, not some integrity, they have integrity. Um, they're focused on playing their role in the team. I don't mind, I don't need superstars here in my in my business. I don't look for uh, dozens of superstars. I, I look for people who are content in their life. So if you are happy to uh, drive a Toyota Camry and you want to send your kids to the local state school and you want a holiday for eight weeks a year and you want to earn $100,000, and you just want to have a really balanced life and 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 we can find a way for you to do that 
without costing our business money. So you achieve what you want and we're making some money on top of that and you're not impacting negatively on the culture. In fact, if anything, maybe you're a positive influence to some other people around you. Yeah. That's a really good person for us. Yes. Yeah, we'll, 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 I'll take that person any day of the week. Yes, that's um, nice. That's nice. So, yeah. But, but he, he, here's the thing. You're getting now a, a young Sam. Mm. Right? And the young Sam is sitting with you and say, hey, listen, my, honestly, I see myself owning my own show in five years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which probably was dangerous back in those days for you to be honest with those. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Because they're yeah. going, hold on. Am I grooming him for him to open next door? Probably, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's imagine that young Sam turns up now. What would you do? Would you also say, mate, go go somewhere else? Or would you no, have a different I, plan for him? I, I think what's for you will be for you and it'll, things will find you if they're meant for you, right? And so I think you just have to give 110% support to people's uh, ambitions and dreams. And if they want to open up, I mean, I'd be disappointed if they chose to open up and compete directly against me. But, <laughs> but um, I know that the best thing to do is to nurture that talent and be be selfless and in most cases probably somewhere along the line it will come back to reward you in a better way either and you don't know what that will mean will they buy into the business will they be a part of your business will they be your succession plan will they help you recruit somebody that you might have otherwise not recruited that will end up being a part of a bigger part of your business when they move on so many variables that can happen how i think when we try to over when we get too paranoid and try to second guess too much the impact that something like that might have on us our energy and our focus goes into a scarcity mindset and our energy goes into fear and when we start focusing on that fear inevitably we bring that on and we and we bring that full circle so i would prefer to support to encourage and to lift that person and hope that that's the thing that comes full circle to me or rather than hope just know that it will but i'm unsure as to when uh, it will. It's a bit like helping a vendor uh, or a prospective vendor buy a house and you show them a hundred houses and you just hope like hell they're going to choose you when it yeah. comes time to selling their house. Or you don't really know, but you hope that your energy is rewarded uh, down the track. And sometimes it's not with that vendor, but you pick up three others that you weren't expecting. Yeah. And so I'm a big believer in uh, energy in results out. You know, whatever energy you put in to anything, the result will come back to you, but you just never have a clear defined path as to where, when, or how those results will come back to you. So I never expect that the energy I'm putting into this conversation with you now is going to somehow give me a result with a, a listing leader or referral or a speaking gig or whatever today, but I don't know what's in the future from, from a chat. You know, I don't, I don't know what's in the future from, from sharing and giving and participating and assisting and all of those things. So I think that that's uh, you know it's really important that we embrace people who want to who want our help and we give the help that we can give and then we go from there. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that the only thing so far that I know it's going to do for you, you're going to attract a lot of Sam, right? There's going to be a lot of young Sam coming up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope so. I hope so. so, do you have a plan for young Sam? Let's say uh, five years into the business, mm-hmm. because you started 15 years ago. Yeah. And then how long did it take you for you to now open your own show? Uh, in three years. So I was very, <laughs> I was very ambitious. Okay. So I started when I was 22. So I started looking for a job in real estate at 18. Yep. Uh, 
I got a job at 22 yeah. and then I opened up an office at 25. 2008, I opened the office. Yeah. Uh, that, that was my journey. Do we have a plan for people in our business? Yeah, we do. I mean, we've got a number of partners uh, in our business that um, have come on as, you know, uh, small equity holders and the progression plan is there. Um, I'm not too eager just to get people in for the sake of locking them in. Yeah. I'm also not um, opposed to putting people in if they deserve to be put in and they want to slice the action. I'm, yes. I'm pretty easygoing either way. I've got a lot of time to give to this. You know, I'm 38, so I feel like I've, I've still got a lot of time in real estate uh, left in me in some way, shape or form in this business. So all I know is that, you know, there's a path for everyone and hopefully the more alignment there is with the people that we meet along the way, the bigger and better that path might be for us yeah. all. Yeah. So the, the only way that I can see it for, for you really is going to be expansion, Sam. Yeah, that's right. I mean, my business uh, four years ago merged, uh, you know, we we did, we uh, managed a fairly significant merger and acquisition arrangement where uh, we pulled together five real estate offices and um about 15 partners and principals in that in that and and, and kind of amalgamated it all and rebadged it and put and made it one business right. um and that that's been a massive success for us we've you know we've grown 40 percent since we uh you know we combined it all in and then reconsolidated everything we've grown 40 percent yep. now we're going to go through a process of restructuring that so that we can grow again i don't think i'll ever stop being in that mode um, what that looks like, I don't, you know, it's always evolving. Uh, but for now, there's a really, there's a clear path in front of me that we want to go in and yeah, we're, we're, we're keen to continue to merge, acquire, grow, expand new offices, organic growth. It's all on the radar. Yeah. It's amazing. You do all of these things on the business side and still, you're still running your own auction and you still manage to be number one real estate agent in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. So can I just ask you, winning, is it a matter of skill because you've been in the business 15 years or is it a matter of mindset? I think it's uh, I think it's mindset because I think we all have the same skill. It doesn't matter whether you speak to um, Michael Sheagold, Josh Fegan, Chris Helder, Lee Woodward, uh, whatever other real estate trainers are, are, are out there, but they're all preaching very much the same processes of, yeah. you know, pre-list, set up, contact, nurture, care, you know, set up the questions, qualify, right. close. Tom Panos has got so many scripts and dollars. We all hear and absorb exactly the same thing. Like if if you and I did, were to sit down and go through a listing presentation and how we set one up, sure, there might be some nuances that are different, but the end-to-end -end is the same, right? And then we all put our real estate on realestate.com and domain, and then we all sell it either by private sale or auction. It's the same shit for everyone. Yeah. So, so what's different? Different. It, the only difference is energy and the transference of energy and how people feel about dealing with you. And that comes down to how congruent you are with yourself and where you are and what you're doing and your life and, you know, how you woke up in the morning and how, how, how you got dressed and how you exercised or did it and how your relationship is with your wife or your kids or your family or your husband or your, your, are your financials in order? Is your, yeah. you know, are you holidaying enough? Are you stressed? Are you fat? Are you skinny? Are you broke? Are you, rich are you whatever all of those things impact the way you feel about yourself and therefore the energy that you then put out into out and so to be in a winning mindset i very strongly believe that you have to 
work on yourself in all of those areas of your life. Everything in your life has to rise at the, in equal proportion for you to continue to grow. So really my finances, my relationships, my family, my friends, my time out, my wealth, my health, all of that has to rise proportionally. You can't have wealth and health. Yes, yes. Right? Um, so that is the difference because when I go into a living room, I'm completely happy with myself. I'm congruent. I know my life's uh, on track and in order and, and I know in myself that I feel like I'm the best person for the job. And if I don't win it, I think it's their loss, not mine. And um, that energy is attractive, right? And I think that's what that's what I've noticed across the industry um, is that those who are I have a, have a mindset of um, energy management uh, are really uh, really the most successful people. Right. You, 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 I think you've used the word energy about seven or eight times now. Can you just tell me? You, you've been reading certain, certain books about energy over the last few years? What type I, of- well, I've been a student of, uh, a student of success and a student of real estate for 20, 15, 20 years, right? So this is, it's not something that I picked up a book on yesterday and started to read. Like from... My my cousin of mine gave me a Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich. Yes, twenty five years ago. Those books I've read myself. Yeah, I've read it five times, and I listen. I still listen to the on my on my phone. I've got the podcast, and different segments of the podcast just pop up from time to time in random order on my phone. I listen to it all the time. Um, I I read and have uh, obsessed over you know personal development for many years to the point where it's just, it's just in you now. Like I, if, if you ask me which books have I read, I could only probably name a couple of them. And I feel like I forget a lot of the stuff that I read, but then subconsciously things come up and you go, oh, that's a, that's a past learning from something. And it's yeah. the consistency of focusing on different books and po- focusing on different trainers and skills, skills on a personal development level that have led me to that space of, constantly referring to things like energy because I understand that that's one of the most important things that uh, that I can control and bring to the table. Um, everything else we're equal on. Yeah, I, I get it. So who who would you say um, has shaped the way that you look at life now? I think everybody has in, a, in an equal way. So uh, if you remember Lee Woodward and John McGrath had Hot Topics. Yes. CDs, yeah? Yeah. I, li- I burnt those CDs out in my car. Like they, they could not be played. Like they were just dead now. You can't, you couldn't play them anymore. Uh, I wish you would put, release them on a podcast or something um, so that I could listen to them yeah. uh, again and again. But I, I put that learning at the early stage of my career as one of the most invaluable learnings. So I went through the, that series of CDs and on Hot yes. Topics relentlessly i didn't listen to the radio i didn't listen to the music i didn't listen to anything i just listened to that in my car ad nauseum uh they they've been really influential um then you hear like if i fast forward to today some of the things that people like matt steinway talk about in his podcast you know there's a lot of that that resonates with me i listen to um abraham hicks podcasts and those sorts of things which uh resonate strongly with me but i've read a ton of great books uh, along the way that have been super beneficial. Chris Helder has helped me a lot to realize um, 
you know, the difference between, you know, process and psychology and how, you know, so all of these people in different ways have absolutely has shaped me. No one, I don't think any in, in, in much greater proportion than anybody else, but I think um, it's just being a constant student is probably the best thing that I can say, you know, that's what's shaped me more than anything else. My I've shaped me. I've shaped me because of my decision to seek learning and 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 be a student. And that's the thing that everybody is responsible. Ultimately, the responsibility is mine, is yours, is yep. his and hers to seek the knowledge. It's there. Mm-hmm. So you said earlier, if, if, if I got you right, you, you have a daughter. I have three children. Yeah, two three daughters. And a son. Yeah. How do you find the time for them and run an empire like yours? <laughs> Not very well, to be honest. <laughs> my wife, uh, my wife said to me the other day, uh, last night maybe even, or the no, it was the night before. Um, you know, you've done a very good job of focusing on your on, on your work, and you've, you know, you're having a re- couple of record months in a row, and all of these sort of things, and you're not doing a really good job with us. And it was a little bit of a slap over the head to remind me that I need to focus on on them because you can get very insular in this business and it's a very selfish business because it's all about me and winning and white line fever and I'm very very competitive it can become a bit obsessive and so I need to have a better structure in my week it's it's my that's my battle is having balance enough to spend better time with my kids my excuse is that I balance it out over the year so that like I'm about to have two weeks off with the school holidays I'll take a month off for Christmas and and that's nice at the time, but then six weeks into the re- the next phase of work, and you know, you know, I, I'm I'm walking in and out of the house. I'm not spending much time with the kids. I'm not really spending much time with my wife, and it becomes frustrating again. So, I think whilst that makes me feel good, it's a it's a it's a probably a bit of a bullshit excuse that I use as a band aid to the problem that I've got to address, which is. I've got to work on. I've got to continue to work on that in my life. Yes. I've got a plan for how I'd like to my business life to look in the next three to five years, um, and it certainly involves me not being as focused on real estate selling. But I don't know how I will go um, with time management at that time. It's not a strong point for me. Yeah, but you are really brutally honest, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You just well, it is. it is, you know, no, yeah. no, no hiding. It's an amazing thing, you know. Yeah. So can I just ask you this question before we end this podcast? And I, I, I'm loving every minute of it because I think you're really transparent. Yeah. And by the way, with your wife, mate, Mother's Day is in a month. Don't worry, she reminded me of that too. <laughs> so how do you know you're living a good life, Sam? Uh I Oh, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. And I don't know that I am living a good life. I know I'm living successfully in one silo of my life right now. And I'm doing that really, really well. I'm hopeful that the success in that silo will give me the ability to translate to success across everything. But sometimes I worry that it's too much emphasis. It's too much focus. It's too much energy. Sometimes I... I think to myself, I'd love a country. I'd love to be chewing on a bit of piece of straw in a country farm and looking at some cows and not really worrying about anything. Um, 
and then I and then I think, well, what sort of you know, what fulfillment would that give? Would that really give me the fulfillment that I want? Or and and then and then I think again, well, this is where I am, and this is my path, and this is what I'm good at. So I I could be second guessing myself all the time about everything. Yes, um, I just don't know the thing. You don't know what you don't know, and. Um, what I do know is that I'm good at this and I do know that I can be successful at this. I do know that I really enjoy this. And, and so, yeah, is there something better? Is there a better way to live? Probably. I feel like saying, yes, there is. Um, I'm just either not brave enough to figure it out and let go of work or I haven't, it's not my time to figure it out yet. Yes. I mean, Earlier, you spoke about, you know, you're happy with having a salesperson who drives a Camry and he's okay with yeah. $100,000 and, yeah. and eight weeks holiday with his kids and all these things. So so I, I see that you're, you're okay with people doing that. So you're, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. you only want people who are workaholic, but maybe you're one of those individuals who live a life that is through compartments. And for the moment, you're, you're, you're that driven, you know, probably since the age of 17 and Five yeah. years to get into it. Now you're into it, but you have to make, make the most yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, sure, you, you're you're giving your, your children probably what you think is very important. And there's probably going to be a time when the compartment of being around them is going to be very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And it, it's just letting go of what you've built up when you've been so focused for such a long time. You know, you work, you try to look for the job for five years, and you work so hard to build up momentum. Then you've got great momentum and the business is growing. The thing that it really, the thing that really stops you, is fear. It's the fear of losing the momentum that you've built up, right. and the fear of what happens. What What's my identity if I'm not the number one agent anymore? What 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 does that look like and feel like to me? And it's such a comfortable space for me to be in. Um, but I suppose some people learn these lessons the hard way, and you know, if there's relationship breaks breakdowns, or you know, they, you know, they lose time with their kids, or lose those, you know, that that I have, I'm aware enough to know that I don't want that to happen, yeah. and I'm walking always a fine line in life because. <laughs> Just is how <laughs> you better wish she's not watching this, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. She's not watching this. I know what she's um, Yeah. So, so I understand that you, you said that you don't know whether you're living a, a good life, but what is a good life? So, in, 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 in your point of view, what would be a good life for you? Living a good life. All right. If I, if I could click my fingers now yeah. and, and have the, the perfect. Uh, scenario, it would be um, I would uh, instead of working in the business, I would be working on the business. Yeah, I, I would be focusing my time on one 100% of my business time on building up the staff and their own teams as opposed to mine. I'm a very heavily sales focused sales di uh, director, uh, and I would do that in a you know, in normal working hours that would allow me to pursue other things outside of that. I've got a passion for being creative and development and, you know, renovating homes and things like, I love to turn something into nothing, but nothing, nothing into something. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, um, and I'd love time to be able to explore. I'd like the freedom and the financial flexibility to be able to have those creative projects 
around me. I've got some other creative projects that I'd like to um, embark on, but I just can't do doing what I'm doing. So, you know, that would give me the perfect scenario in, in my business life. And, uh, and I'd like to be able to pick, pick my kids up from school every day. Yes, and 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 you know, take my wife out for a date night yes. every Thank week. Thank God every... you didn't forget that last bit. No, 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 no. And take my wife out for a date night. <laughs> uh, but it'd be just being able to commit to those things without work being the reason that I didn't. And um, when you know, when you're in real estate, we just chase so hard. We just chase yeah. the next appointment and the appraisal and the commitment and those things that. Oh God, it just means so much to get it that you don't want to, you don't want to give up any space. You don't want to give up. And, and I suppose that, as I said, I'm a bit obsessive like that because you don't want to give anything up when you've worked so hard for it. But um, yeah, mate, eventually something's going to give. <laughs> I Listen, Sam, um, I don't know how to thank you, but I really want to thank you sure. for your brutal honesty. I think, you know, people talk about real estate and every kind of podcast is about your techniques and this and, and how do you, what you did to become number one. But quite often we, we do forget that behind all of that, there is a person. Yeah. And, and I think that I saw quite a bit of that today. Yeah, great. I, I, I hope people are going to reappreciate it because I, I always say to people that life is part-time work, full-time living. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and real estate is only part time. Yeah, yeah. It, can, it can't take the whole lot. But yeah. You brutal enough to open up and say you're still chasing that. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. I'm. Uh, you know, we're no no one's perfect, and it's a very, um, you know, it, it's it's at at best an imperfect life, and and real estate, uh, <laughs> and real estate is a um, you know, real estate's a real challenge to work through. For people, if we're not honest about what we're all going through, I'm, I'm sure there's a hundred things I've said today that some people will go, "Yeah, I feel that way. I feel that way." Or, I'm glad somebody finally said that, and uh, I, I like to bring those those things up into the open so that we we can all become better for you know learning from it. Maybe somebody's got some advice for me that I can learn from. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. You're so driven. You've got the answer in you. Thank you so much for your time no, today, no Sam. And I hope we catch up at some stage. Yeah, like down in Melbourne. You work in a very rich area. I noticed that. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for your time. Bye, mate. See you, Sam. Bye. Bye.